But until you decide that you are going to get into the pool and actually start implementing this stuff in your day-to-day -day life, nothing is going to change. You don't read a book, you become a book. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chadbourne, and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this global community, and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. Today we are going to discuss what happens when you feel like you're doing all of this personal development work, you're consuming all of this personal development content, but you're not seeing any change and any change in your results. So this came about from a post that I put up in the run-up to the closing of the doors for the hub, for the current intake. And I put a post up about, like, do you feel like you can't trust yourself to do the work? Maybe you're one of those people who consumes quite a lot of personal development stuff, but you don't really feel like it works for you, or you don't feel like you ever really show up and do anything with it, this information that you've gathered. And so you've constructed a story about yourself, which is, well, I can't trust myself to do this work. There's no point investing in this program. There's no point investing in this course because everything that I've done in the past, I haven't really committed to, I haven't really shown up for, and therefore there's been no change. So is this going to be any different? And when it comes to marketing your course or your product or your service or whatever it is that you might be doing in business, one of the things that we, or that I would actively encourage you to do is speak to the objections that your potential client has in coming to work with you. You can't just ignore that because if your client has an unconscious objection about working with you, whether they're conscious of it or not, actually, it's better that you talk directly to that than like just try and ignore the huge elephant in the room. So as a general rule, you're going to have three kind of categories, if you like, of objection. One's going to be around money. One's going to be around time. Another one is going to be around other people. So the fear of judgment of other people. Or, you know, that also includes things like testimonials and social proof. And one of the objections that I know that my ideal client for the hub has is that they've probably consumed quite a lot of personal development in the past. They've spent a lot of time thinking about joining. They've spent a lot of time doing free courses. They spend a lot of time listening to podcasts. They spend a lot of time reading books or watching YouTube videos and nothing ever fucking changes. And so their objection is, or one of their objections is, if I spend the money joining the hub, what's going to be different? Like, I've been consuming personal development for a really long time. I read that Brene Brown book. I watch Marie Folio's YouTube channel. I listen to Tony Robbins' podcasts. And my life is still exactly the same. And I know for a fact that I know my ideal client as well as I know myself, right? So I know that that is an objection. I speak to it quite a lot in marketing when it comes to the lead up to either opening the doors of the hub or if I've got another course or program that I'm in launch for. And 
I thought this was really interesting because when I put the post up a few weeks ago about, you know, are you one of these people who's basically like a personal development junkie, but nothing seems to be changing. I got a bigger response than I was expecting. So many people were like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, I resonate with that. Oh my God, you're talking to me. And so I thought, well, it's probably worth talking about then if so many people are experiencing that. So the analogy that I'd like to use is learning to swim. Let's say, for example, that I want to learn how to be a really good, confident swimmer. And I go to the public library and I pull out a book, the first one that I see, and the book is called How to Swim. And I sit down on the dry land and I open the book and I start reading the pages of the book. And the book might talk about floating, it might talk about buoyancy, it might talk about breaststroke and front crawl and how to kick my legs and water safety. And there's probably some diagrams in there as well. There's maybe even some case studies and accounts of other people learning how to swim. How do you breathe? How do you hold your breath? What to wear, (laughs) right? And I'm going to read this book from cover to cover. I'm going to arm myself with all of this information about learning how to swim. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. When I leave the public library and I stand at the edge of the swimming pool, I'm still not going to know how to swim. I have to get into the swimming pool in order to learn and experience what it is to swim. And it's not until I'm in the water that I can physically command my body to do what I've intellectually learned about. I'm still probably only going to doggy paddle. I'm probably still going to need a float. I'm probably going to still swallow more water than I do float in it. It's still going to be quite hard. In fact, I'm not going to be any better at swimming than the person who hasn't really read the book. I might have a couple of hints and tips up my sleeve, but I'm not going to actually know how to implement them or use them because I can't do that shit until I'm in the pool. And that's what it's like with personal development. You can read every Brene Brown book under the sun, and I suggest that you do because she's brilliant. And you can listen to all of Glennon Doyle's podcasts. And I suggest you do, because she's brilliant. And you can watch Marie Folio TV until the cows come home. And I suggest you do, because she's brilliant. But until you decide that you are going to get into the pool and actually start implementing this stuff in your day-to-day life, nothing is going to change. You don't read a book, you become a book. You don't hear a concept, you play with that concept, you embody that concept, you go out and you journal about that concept, you change your behavior, you go deep into your internal beliefs and paradigms and start shifting through what needs to be shifted through. Because what you are going to hear in a podcast, what you're going to read in a book, what you're going to watch on YouTube is surface stuff. It's information. It's general information about personal development stuff you'll hear some stuff that might feel really good to hear or you might even gain some insight 
you might have an aha moment. You might be like, oh yeah, that makes real sense. But until you commit to getting in the pool and getting wet, you're actually not going to know what it's like to swim. So your next question is probably going to be, okay, well, that's great. But then how do I do that? Right. And in my experience, there are two things. Number one, you have to become the person who decides to implement and you are not going to implement by yourself. It's really hard to implement what needs to be implemented without guidance. It's a bit like jumping into the pool in the deep end with no lifeguard. Like it's overwhelming, right? You need a float, you need a cheer squad, you need a lifeguard, you need someone demonstrating, someone course correcting for you. You need the support in order to start swimming safely. And so it is my suggestion that you find a coach or a mastermind or a course where you have that external support of people doing it at the same time as you, people who you can ask questions to, people who are going to champion you, a coach who's going to guide you, resources that that are going to help you get right to the root of what is going on and not just bombard you with more information about, you know, having a positive mental attitude or setting boundaries. It's like, well, how do we do that? And actually, if I go right back to the root of it, why do I not feel comfortable setting boundaries? What's the habit that I've formed? What's the paradigm that I have? What's the belief system that I'm holding on to that's telling me that it's better for that person to like me than it is for me to like me? Where did that come from? How did I develop that? Who taught me that? And now how do I rewire that? How do I change that pattern? How do I shift that behavior? And that takes time and it takes repetition and it takes patience. But it also takes other people doing that work alongside you so that you've got consistent and constant evidence that it's worth the swim. It's worth doing. So that's the first thing I think is finding the support that you need in order to go that deep. And then secondly, it's committing in a way that means that you are so invested that you have to show up and do the work. I'm going to give you a personal example of this. My current coach cost me $20,000 for a six-month contract. I speak to her once a fortnight. Do you think that I show up to every single one of those sessions, that I bring all of my shit, that I unpack stuff to the depths of my soul, that I 100% show up for those sessions? Yes. Do you think I would show up in the same way if she charged me $200? No, (laughs) I just wouldn't. I'd be a bit lackluster. I would, oh, I'm sorry, actually, that's not really convenient for me today. Do you mind if we do that next week instead? I probably really bear my soul. I wouldn't dig deep. I wouldn't go through into the icky stuff. I wouldn't be as vulnerable. But because I have paid so much money for the experience, I am absolutely showing up to every single session. I am bearing my soul. I am going as deep as I possibly can. Like I'm not fucking around with it. When you consume free content, you will treat it like it is at the same value as free, which is nothing. It holds no value because it's free. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! 
And so if you are one of those people who is a collector of information, a collector of theory, but you're not putting anything into practice, my advice would be go and find a course that gives you a bit of type up that you have to financially invest in. Because the moment that you financially invest in it, you're more likely to show up for yourself. And when you begin to start showing up for yourself, then you begin to start going deep and you begin to get to the root cause of all the root issues that might be manifesting themselves in your results. And those results might be financial, they might be in your health, they might be about your self-esteem, they could be about the relationships that you have, plutonic or friendships or with your family or with your work colleagues. Like it could be the repeating patterns that you're seeing over and over and over again in your life, either, you know, in, in all areas of your life. When you start going deep into the root cause of those, when you start understanding it yourself at that really intricate level, when you start unpacking all of your shit, even though it's a bit uncomfortable, even though it can be a bit yucky, even though some of the stuff that you're going to see isn't particularly comfortable, when you have invested money in that, you are much more likely to go deeper. And when you have a team of people around you and a coach that you really resonate with and the resources there to support you, you're also less likely to feel like you're drowning. So I'm kind of going to wrap it up there, but I, and I just want to reiterate this last point before I head off, which is in life, you will get what you put in. And if you want to stay on the surface, reading theory, listening to free stuff, only consuming stuff that you don't need to pay for, you will get that level of results. The moment that you commit to jumping into the pool and getting wet and learning through experience, learning through embodiment, learning through actually putting into practice what it is that you are learning in theory. And that might mean like actually having those hard conversations instead of shying away from them. It might be learning how to implement boundaries in a really practical way, as opposed to, I'm just going to continue listening to this person that I really resonate with because I'm like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Oh my God, yeah, I do that. Oh my God, I feel like she really understands me. And then nothing in my life is changing because I'm not actually putting my money where my mouth is. I'm not actually surrounding myself with people who are also doing this level of work and showing me that it's safe. And so I'm not really doing anything. And now I have this false belief that I've created in my head because I'm constantly telling myself the narrative that I'm around personal development all the time, but it's not making any difference in my life. And that's because you are the person that needs to make the difference in your life. You are the person that needs to commit. You are the person that can make the change. No amount of affirmation, no amount of fucking vision boards, no amount of YouTube, no amount of TED Talks, no amount of personal development books is going to change your life unless you decide to make that change. So I trust that that has been really useful. I trust it wasn't too ranty. The hub doors are currently closed if you're listening to this in real time, but head across to the website anyway. Pop yourself on the wait list so that you know when the doors are reopened. And as always, keep your eyes and ears peeled because I've always got something up my sleeve that I can offer you. All right, thank you very much for watching. Hello, Shell. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Claire. Hello, Kaza. Sorry, I haven't been very good on the old comments today. If you're joining me live in my free Facebook group, um, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. But thank you for joining me live. If you have, if you're watching on the replay, leave a little comment. I will always come back in and say hello afterwards. And if you're listening on the podcast and you've loved it and it's resonated, feel free to share it with a mate. All right, gorgeous people, go in peace, love and serve yourselves so that you can be at peace to love and serve the world. 
That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials. And please tag me, Unashamedly Emily. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, the Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.